everyone, welcome to Double Feature with Cheryl and Angela. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cheryl. And I'm your other co-host, Angela. So uh, we are back on track uh, with our weekly podcast. So uh, February was animation month where we um, reviewed a bunch of animated movies. Uh, but this this month and for the rest of the semester, uh, we are going to be sticking with our normal, do a, a current movie one week and then do uh, an older movie in the same genre the next week. Mm-hmm. So this week we are discussing Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Which is super exciting. Woo. All right. So let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> so what did um, you think of Captain Marvel? So I have to say, um, before we actually like delve into it, I really think that you really have to separate like personal thoughts about the movie and how the actual craft of the movie is. And for me, um, I think I personally really enjoyed the story. Like I enjoyed the characters, I enjoyed the plot, I enjoyed just how they took the story overall. But I have to say, I do recognize a pretty mediocre-ish film when I see one at this point. And I do feel like Captain Marvel is is probably not Marvel's worst movie, but it is not in its top, like, five or ten. Yeah. I really did not like this movie, and I think that we are just so blinded by the machine that we cannot (laughs) recognize a bad film when we see one. Um, I just think that Marvel has a great marketing strategy, it Mm. has great management, Mm -hmm. um, and we just... Yeah, I we just bought think, into it. You yeah, think? We, I we just have sold our souls to it, <laughs> and now we just don't know like when we just like don't understand that bad movies are bad movies anymore. So mm. I mean, no offense to your your position <laughs> at all. We've differed on yes, quite a few movies yes, this year is what we've realized. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so I I really did not like this. Which part of it is it like like I said? I think I can separate like the craft from it mm-hmm. from the actual storyline, and I enjoyed like the overall. I just enjoyed the characters. I think is what yeah. it is. It's like it is Marvel, and their like whole marketing strategy is to get you to like love their characters, and even if the movie isn't really great, so. Sometimes it'll trick you into overlooking that, which is kind of like me to some extent. Do you actually feel like the craft of the movie is bad or is just the story or just everything? I think everything okay. is bad. Um, I mean, like we can definitely get into this later, but I, I feel like the craft is bad, particularly like some technical stuff. Like, Oh, interesting. There's, yeah, there's some okay. specifically <laughs> like, t- like technical things that were just like, what? I don't understand how a company with this much money can make a movie like this that oh, looks no. like this. Um, and and I also just don't like the story or or the characters, really. So both of those elements, I think, uh, were, like, pretty bad to okay. me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, let's delve a little bit deeper into it, then. Um, what was it... How did you feel about the plot? So I thought the plot was just weird. Like... I didn't even know what it was. Like, I mean, okay, you, at first you start out and they're going on this mission, then the mission goes south, uh, then they, you know, Captain Marvel lands on Earth, and it's kind of like like she's, you know, a buddy cop. She has, like, a buddy cop thing happening with Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're just kind of, like, going random places and doing random things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really feel like there's one kind of connected through line through mm-hmm. every, like, through the plot. Um, it just feels like, well, this person's a villain, and then that person's the villain, and, like, 
then you're kind of like, oh, but neither one was really great. Like, when they were the villain, like, the Skulls weren't a great villain, and then Jude Law wasn't a great villain either. (laughs) Um, So it's just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of all over the place, like, really scattered. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I did not like where they took it. Um, And how did you, I mean, you touched on this just a little bit, but how did you like the plot twist, which is, like, basically the Kree were the bad guys after all, Mm -hmm. and the Skrulls were the good ones. And then, I don't know, I just... I just have to say, like, if they were going to do that plot twist, they killed a lot of squirrels, man. If they're the good guys, like, oh my god, a lot of them died. Um, Yeah, yeah, what did you think about that? Yeah, I don't understand that because I, at least, um, like, what little knowledge I have of the comics, uh, I know the squirrels are, like, the the bad people. And they, like, they have this whole, like, um, you know, multi-comic story arc called, mm. like, Scroll Invasion or something, oh, where, like, Earth is infiltrated by the scrolls. But now they're, like, this movie makes them seem, like, just kind of, like, they're just trying to get by, they're refugees, so how are you going to make them seem malicious again mm. after you've done this? Um, I'm not really sure about that. And I do think that it's interesting that, you know, the Kree are, like, this, like, super powerful race, and Mm -hmm. the Skrulls are, um, are, again, refugees. They're just, like, trying to find a home planet um, Mm -hmm. where they can live without, like, Kree uh, domination. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was, like, done really strangely. Like, yeah. It just, I, I can't really put my finger on why I didn't like that, but, like, it just kind of, I feel like it undercut both groups to make, mm. yeah. I do understand that. Like, for me, I felt like it was weird because I got very strange vibes from um, the whole, like, technological planet of the future things from Hala, um, like, right from the beginning. And then Jude Law was just this, like, very, I he I feel like a greasy character is, like, the way to describe his character. Like, he he's not quite good and you can tell there's something sinister going underneath, but you can't really tell what it is. And the plot twist comes, and you're just left a little bit like, huh, all right, like, I okay. Mm-hmm. I And, like, I don't really know that much about the comics either, but I do know that there's, like, the whole, like, Avengers Secret War thing, and there's, oh, yeah, like, yeah. the whole exchange between Kree and Skrulls. And I do think that one of the good things about Marvel, like, well, good or bad, is that they will try and take... Um, they will draw upon the comics as, like, source material, but then kind of develop uh, beyond that. And I think that's going to be really interesting. But, yeah, I do understand what you're saying with the whole, the two sides as being, I don't know. I think they were trying to make some kind of point, but they definitely didn't do it to the most um, effective, in the most effective way. I agree. And I think um, specifically with Jude Law's character, Mm -hmm. you, like, don't spend very much time with him at all. You really don't. Like, you just know that he, like, I don't know, you know that he wants... Veers, Vers, as she's called, Veers, yeah, something like that, yeah. um, <laughs> to to be like less emotional, mm. and then like, but you don't really understand, like, you don't get a sense that he's kind of like, like he has any more motivation than that. Like mm. maybe you can say that he's like a diehard Cree warrior or whatever, but right. you don't really see that. You just kind of have to like assume that that's what he is. Yeah, um, yeah. So I just don't think that like the Cree are fleshed out very well. I think so too. And I think, well, we can get into the characters in just a second. Um, but I do think that the Kree themselves were a little bit, 
um, wasted almost. Like, I was so excited to um, see Gemma Chan in mm-hmm. her role because I thought she was going to play a much bigger role. And it's she's really not. She's probably given probably, like, five minutes of screen time, honestly. And she's billed, like, second on the whole cast list, which, good for her, make that money. But, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it really does feel like, it feels like, they try to take this movie into so many different directions, and overall, um, overall, it just didn't really um, connect as a whole. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's move on to the characters. What did you think of Captain Marvel or Carol Danvers as she is actually? Yeah, uh, yeah. She's either called Carol or Danvers or Veers, Veers and yeah. never once Captain Marvel yeah. in this movie, which <laughs> I was like, huh. But do they do that for the other movies? Now that I'm wondering, like. I guess, well, I mean, Captain America's definitely called Captain America. And Thor's Thor. Thor's, that's his yeah, name. Yeah, that's his name. Um, Iron Man says he's Iron Man at uh-huh. the end. And then, I, I mean, Spider-Man, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very strange... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I liked her character in the movie more than I liked it in the trailers, which is honestly not saying that much. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting that the trailers kind of reflected her stoicism or, like, her lack of emotion. And I think if they fleshed that out just a little bit better, um, that would have had, like, a more emotional impact. Um, Basically, the Kree are supposed to be this, whatever, noble warrior heroes or whatever, this race of noble warrior heroes. And they're supposed to be emotionless and, like, rational and pragmatic, um, over-emotional, like, emotional human kind of characters. And I do like how her character in the movie is, like, a mix of that. Like, the more she gains her old memories back, the more human she becomes, and I really appreciate that. And I kind of really like how the trailers kind of played off of that. I don't know if it was intentional, (laughs) but I kind of like that. And then it was... good surprise to see that there's a character in the Marvel um, Cinematic Universe that's more stoic and just more stern because another thing that people point out about the MCU is that when all the characters are gathered together everybody's just quipping back and forth there's not even like a straight person to like play off of Mm -hmm. everybody's just quippy 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 Mm -hmm. and I think it's going to be fun to introduce her to the main um, Avengers cast but I do understand that at times she really she is bland man she's yeah. bland white toast <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's awkward sometimes yeah and it's really sad because um brie larson i've been watching a lot of interviews of her um with the rest of the cast and she's just actually a very nice like friendly person but it's very interesting that they try to take carol danvers to be um they try to reduce her down to this very like stoic being yeah i mean i felt like they could have done a lot with the whole like stoicism versus emotionalism but I so like the point is that like she's supposed to have like all of these bottled up emotions Mm -hmm. and that she's like trying to keep them bottled up um and that's kind of why she comes across as stoic but like I never got that like I never felt like oh you're feeling all of these things like so deeply but Mm -hmm. like you're like hiding them from us Mm -hmm. and and you like you know, you're, you're, like, trying to just go according to your training and, like, be a stoic person. Like, I really felt like you're just boring. Like, you're not... it's also because she literally lost all her memories. Yeah. So she is a blank slate, but it's, like, 
I don't know if a blank slate is the most interesting character yeah. to, like, play off of. Yeah, I just, yeah. I really felt like she had no personality. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't get any kind of sense of who she was as a person. And something that really struck me in the first, like, few scenes is that we jump immediately into her life as a Cree, and we right. don't, like, ever talk about like her life before and even like throughout the movie you only ever get like snapshots of it you Mm -hmm. know um whereas like I think about like other Marvel uh superheroes like um like Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy like you see his mother die and then you Mm -hmm. see him be kidnapped and then that first scene where they're like you know on the on like some planet and uh he's like oh I'm Star-Lord I'm like the most dangerous thief ever (laughs) yeah um you know you really get a sense of like him like being kind of a a devil may care kind of guy but also that like he has a lot of like emotional trauma in his past um and that's that kind of sets the stage for all of his development throughout the film Mm -hmm. um and I really I just felt like Captain Marvel was like just okay here we're here now we're on the Kree planet and like that's like okay she's just a person who's like doing her job and like that's you know there's no kind of like why is she doing what she's doing Mm -hmm. um she yeah you just get like nothing I feel like and I think even the part with what you mentioned about, like, Star-Lord and his whole backstory, I think it's weird because the backstory that they gave us for Captain Marvel is not very backstory, if that makes sense. Like, you get all these flashbacks of her just falling and getting yeah. back up. <laughs> yes. And I feel like it's, I mean, that's that's very, it could, it's, like, obviously a metaphor for, like, you know, overcoming adversity and, you know, all of that. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of strange compared to these people who've had actual traumatic tragedies in their past. And for her, like, it's so interesting that they, like, emphasize the whole scene with her, like, right before she's about to hit the, like, fly the plane. Because I feel like I don't know why exactly they did that. Because it's yeah. just, okay, you flew a plane. Yeah. Do you remember this moment because you died, technically? Yeah. Or is, yeah, it's, I understand. Yeah. It's a very right. it weird Yeah, mix. that scene in particular, like, is repeated often. But it doesn't really have a lot of emotional resonance. Right. Like, she, like, is talking to her mentor, but they're talking about, like, oh, it's a nice morning, and, like, (laughs) (laughs) and, like, I'm gonna fly the plane with you today, or whatever, and it's, like, okay, well, I mean, that's nice, I guess, but also, Mm -hmm. like, this, I don't know, it's not, it doesn't, like, make us understand who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. um, and I really felt like that was so lacking, um, another thing that I didn't like was, her one-liners. I felt Did like she have any one-liners. <laughs> I don't. None of them were memorable. Yeah, but um, I just I, she does like try to do the whole quippy thing, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't work. It's, She's so bad at it. She can be funny. I feel like her her character has been funny before. Like she was in Twenty One Jump Street. She can be funny, <laughs> but for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of endearing at times Yeah, how awkward she is. (laughs) She is, like, actually, it's like those, I don't know, it's not like she's mentally stunted, but, like, in her present state, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very strange. I wish they could have done more, like, the whole, like, Thor thing, where Mm -hmm. it's, like, he's funny because he's so out of place. Yeah. And that would make sense for her character because she lost all previous memories, um... I don't know, her only life that she knew begins six years ago on a planet that she apparently just 
emerged out of and I think they could have done so much more um to like bring that part out and Mm -hmm. I think I mean I think it's true that the jokes don't quite land um because I do remember I was there on opening night Thursday night and there was like maybe three laughs the entire (laughs) the entire time yeah and they did not come from her it came from the cat it came from the scrolls and it came from Nick Fury oh wow okay Yikes. Um, So another thing about her character is that she is an extremely powerful superhero. Mm. So a lot of the other superheroes in the MCU um, are like Captain America, they have super strength, or like Iron Man, um, who like, you know, builds his powers pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, But none of them have the kind of powers that Captain Marvel has, which like are her like actually her own mm. um and like i would say scarlet witch though probably scarlet witch oh, yeah. and vision those two that's are. true but then i think both of them derive their powers from the infinity stones or something like that yeah, too true. so it's like they're in that their own like echelon of right super right. powered yeah yeah that's true um but i i actually really liked how powerful she was because like i don't know i just feel like like we've had like other superheroes who are kind of like medium level powered captain america uh, yes. falcon yes falcon like what he just has like a tech, suit yeah tech wings yeah. yeah and so do like so many other superheroes so mm-hmm. it was really nice to see a superhero in the way that like superheroes are traditionally thought of mm-hmm. as in they can blast things out of their hands and fly so mm-hmm. i thought that was pretty cool yeah what yeah. did you think about that? Um, yeah, I thought she was also too powerful. I do like that she is overpowered, but it kind of felt like because she's so powerful, the third act was a little, I don't want to say easy, but it felt mm-hmm. much easier for her to destroy everybody. Like, right. Like, she, I think this is another point to how, like, even in her stoic point, at her stoic moments, her serious moments, she was able to beat everyone already, and if the whole like unleashing your emotions is supposed to be a metaphor for unleashing your like inner potential like using I don't know feeling feelings and I don't know making a connection with people I don't really know what I'm getting at but basically it's supposed to be like a metaphor for like emotional suppression and all of like bottling up all your inner power and demons and all that um I think it's it doesn't exactly work because she is so powerful in this movie I think it's going to be very interesting to see how she plays with the Avengers but in this movie it felt like she was too powerful and she was literally able to kick everybody's butts like yeah so quick yeah and I think the problem with that is more that there's no emotional stakes involved mm-hmm. in like killing you know people. she's gonna win yeah which I think by this time maybe Marvel already knows that you know you if you've watched a couple movies by now you know that they're gonna win but it's just in this movie there it's just like as soon as she as soon as she like stepped in and you saw her powers in action you were like oh yeah nobody's gonna mm-hmm. be able to go up against her yeah so yeah that's true yeah let's talk about some other characters so nick fury mm-hmm. he's in this movie i liked him i thought he was like pretty good comic relief mm-hmm. um but i just felt like he didn't feel like nick fury mm-hmm. i just thought like, Nick Fury in previous movies is, like, so badass and, like, so <laughs> stoic and, yeah. like, awesome and, like, you know, I'm here to, like, like, I don't know, just, like, lay down the law. Mm-hmm. Um, and here he's just like, oh, 
yay like I'm here I'm telling jokes I'm like scratching this cat um that was adorable yeah I love that yeah the cat's relationship with Nick Fury was very cute it was but it also was like I don't know like does this feel like Nick Fury Mm. to me it didn't um and I also really hated that goose scratched his eye out I love that that was the thing like why (laughs) the eye eye patch made him seem so awesome I like I have two (laughs) theories about this so (sighs) one like okay one I think Nick Fury is still this like super innocent person on the inside and just puts up a front so he can see more badass and get the respect of all the other people you see that because at the end like when Coulson's bring him his eyes like all those eyes to choose from and Coulson is like oh is it true that this thing happened and that's why you lost your eye he's like yes I did that's exactly <laughs> what happened um or it could be because Goose as we know is not a cat he is he's got the external physical features of a cat but he's not a cat so I feel like maybe it has something to do with like maybe he'll come back and maybe the scratch is something deeper and it's just something else yeah I really don't know um yeah I just oh I just you know the the eye patch like was a part of his look and like made him seem really cool and to know that he got it from a cat it's just like okay I I hate it (laughs) it's so funny because like I think (laughs) Wasn't there a first scene where, like, his eye also gets bloodied? And so at first oh, yeah, I thought yeah. that's what caused it. And then, no, it's the cat. No, nope, it's the cat. It's the cat. Um, and, yeah, to to go off of something you did say, though, is that it is kind of strange that he's so happy in this one and then so, like, stern later on. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just, like, in between the 90s and, like, the early 2000s, which is, like, Tony Stark, like, what happened yeah. in those, like, eight years or ten years that made you this way? Like, yeah. we don't know anything else that technically happened in that timeline. So it's, like, what made you so jaded over this period of, like, a decade? Yeah. And I do think... I mean, maybe he's just secretly still very nice on the inside. And yeah. He's just putting up a front. That's the only explanation for it. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? But since um, we talked about the cat briefly, let's yes. just continue talking about the cat. I love the cat. I know you love I the love cat. I love the cat. <laughs> I love the cat. I love the cat. <laughs> it's a great cat. There's yeah. four cats that play this character. Oh, okay. Did you know this? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. sat behind during the credits, and this is the one part I remember from the entire. Um, I think his name is Reggie, the cat's okay. name. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. In okay. real life. Okay. Um, no, it's a great cat. I really mm-hmm. thought it was strange. Um, nice comedic effect, mm-hmm. um, comedic relief, I think. Yeah, definitely. Just great scene stealing. Mm-hmm. And I think the first part, when you don't really know what's happening, and you just, like, see him gobble up those people was just so satisfying. <laughs> I love that. And then the second part, when Nick Fury holds him up, and he's like, you do your swallowing the people thing again, and he does it because Goose knows that that's just one of the squirrels who can turn into humans, Aww. or the, turn into the Kree people. So, yeah, yeah. No, Goose was a good cat. I I do think that he was definitely a scene stealer, and he had like he was great as comedic relief. Um, but I'm also like, this is Marvel's first female superhero, yeah. and all we're talking about is the cat. Yeah. Like we're not talking about the yeah. strong woman. Yeah. Um, because honestly, like she is a very boring woman. Also, I just feel Eesh. bad that like 
this cat is, like, more important to the world than Captain Marvel. Well, it's one of those things where it's, like, if it has more personality, I think, than even yes, for herself. It kind of reminds does. me of um, Doctor Strange's cape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was also, he, I don't know, the cape was also a scene stealer, I think. Right. And I think if Captain, or not Captain, um, if Doctor Strange was a little bit more boring we would all be talking about the cape too okay well i'm glad that you like the uh the the, uh the cat also brie larson is allergic to the cats oh and so i had to i read this up because of course i did um brie larson is allergic to this cat so they had to get a fake cat dummy to play the cat sometimes (laughs) and that's so dumb that's hilarious she couldn't just like i don't know take a few pills and just be like okay let's get the scene over with yeah or it might it might have been like a really severe allergy because like some people like can't like what if her throat closes up or something that's true that's dangerous yeah but they are dangerous, I guess. <laughs> what did you think about the other, I guess, main human character, which is Maria Rambo? Yeah. Also, I, a cool last name. Just yeah. Just realized that. It is a really cool last yeah. name. I really liked her. I thought she was honestly the most important character in this film mm. because she's the only emotional connection that we have to Captain Marvel. It's like, we don't know anything about Carol Danvers except mm-hmm. that she was friends with with Maria Rambo and right. like and no other people and no other people apparently like, no parents no siblings no f- other friends like yeah. nothing except this one person and so like that's that's like it, it makes her super important because like it makes you care about Carol like it makes you think like this woman did have a life and like mm-hmm. did have like, people who were important to her before the Cree thing happened. Mm-hmm. I just think that she played a really important role, and I think that the actress who plays her, her name is Lashana Lynch, um, she, I think she, like, did a really good job in the role as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed that this is the only thing we get of Carol Danvers's life, yeah. um, and I really wish that we had gotten more of it, honestly. It would have been really cool to see like a female friendship that was like more central to the movie than this was Mm. but unfortunately like we only get kind of like a brief yeah brief time with her that is kind of a shame because i think yeah as you said like the whole i mean maria is carol's only connection to like the human world besides her new friends nick fury apparently Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's so it's so strange because then you don't really mourn the loss of everything that carol has gone through because it feels like if maria is the only person she lost and then she reconnects with her at the end of it then it's like there is not really much else to her um so yeah i do get your point uh i think the character is very interesting she's very she also is very emotionless i think at times (laughs) yeah i'm sure the actress is fine i think she was she did a fine job in the movie it's just like there's not a lot of showing and there's a lot of telling which Mm. i think is the main issue maybe with this entire movie yeah it's like they or they tell you in the most forceful way that it feels like it might as well be saying it out loud in like an expository or exposition form yeah so i i hope i hope in the next movie if they do have another one that they develop her character um develop carol's character and just i don't know give her something something we can work off of let's move on to some of the technical things Mm -hmm. um i 
I think that this movie was so poorly lit. Like, can we talk about that? Which oh scenes are God. you talking Did about? All of them. Really? Like, I mean, not all of them, but like a lot of them. I was like, I can't see what's happening. Wait, really? Yeah. I really felt like it was so poorly lit. I remember this one scene in particular. Um, I think someone's like coming out of, of uh, the shadows. It's like a scroll. Um, and you're like kind of supposed to be able to see them by the time they they stop walking. Oh, is it his can't... child? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you like can't even see her face, and it's like, what? Yeah. You're Marvel. You have so much money. Like, get a good mm. lighting person. Like, what are you doing? It reminds me a little bit of the Inhumans thing, the really awful oh, one that I never was, watched like... it. No, 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 it didn't come out because oh. it was supposed to be a TV show and it was released in theaters, but not. It was like a trail. Anyways, it was just <laughs> oh god, it looked very cheap. I didn't actually get that as much though, except for that one scene that you're talking about. I yeah. thought everything else was pretty well lit, but then I also watched it in, like Dolby IMAX or whatever. Okay. So I wonder if maybe the screen projection actually has an issue with that. Mm, but maybe. I I remember, I mean, from what I remember, the movie was pretty well lit. Okay. I have to say. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Because I, I did, I think I read a review somewhere that was like, this movie had lighting problems. So I don't know if, I, like... I believe you, because that one child scene, yeah. I do remember. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. Maybe it was a problem, like, with the projection. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like even that, like, even then, like, come on. You should you really should... know. They've yeah. made how many of these by now? Yes. Like, Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I I was quite disappointed with that. Mm. Um, and I also thought that the costume design was not very good. Like, mm. I don't know. I think, like, when you watch, like, the first Iron Man movie, you can kind of tell, like, oh, this, you know, it look. I mean, obviously it looks fine. It just doesn't look great. But then by the time you're at, like, Avengers Infinity War, mm. his suit looks, like, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, so good. Um, and Captain Marvel's suit just looks, like, weird and cheap, and, like, I, I don't, feel like this is a low-budget TV show. <laughs> I don't feel it as much with her actual outfit at the yeah. very end with the blue and red, but I right. do know what you're talking about, like, the whole, I think maybe it was the original Cree colors, yeah. and she has her little, like, mohawk mask thingy, yeah. which is really cute. It makes her look like a pro wrestler. <laughs> but when they're, like, diving in the water and they get out, and it just feels like there's just something a little bit off. Mm-hmm. It didn't it wasn't as bad as like Green Lantern, but it was it was somewhere in between that. I do have one that I do want to add to the whole technical issues thing. Mm-hmm. I think there was some issues when it came to editing and mm-hmm. I think not in terms of like the way they cut the movie. I mean, I have my problems with the storyline overall, but I think the way they edited the scenes between Maria and Carol sometimes felt really weird Mm. like they were sometimes half a second too long or two seconds too long and maybe I am projecting just a little bit but it kind of gave off like different vibes to me like it was veering almost to the realm of like a romantic interest almost oh and it kind of it was like when they're 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 making eye contact for like two seconds too long and you're just like oh no what is happening (laughs) and it's I think maybe it's also some of the other information that you get from the scenes and my point earlier when she was like oh yeah this is her only friend and no other friends it's like it's so weird because you see the photographs of them together and then it's literally like the two of them with her child and that's literally it that's true so it kind of feels like a single mom with a 
BFF who is also like mm, I don't know there's like a weird <laughs> a potential love interest yeah potential love interest there's like some yeah. kind of thing going on and it's hmm. yeah it's very interesting wow I mean I would be down for that but they also like I don't know I just like now that you're saying that I I do think that that was kind of there yeah but they also like don't address it at all well like you know yeah they don't address it like at all and I wonder yeah. if it's because of like a corporate thing or maybe I don't know what yeah. it is but I did look this up but um uh, Maria's daughter apparently yeah. grows up to be the next Captain Marvel so oh that's really wow cool. so, that is really cool I mean if not someone really close to her like a motherly figure yeah than someone who is definitely like her role model her idol yeah 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 yeah, yeah that would be yeah. cool Okay, so um, let's move on to some, like, major themes that were supposed to be in this movie and maybe Uh, aren't. It makes me a little sad. Yeah. So this, okay, so a lot of the marketing and, like, just press junkets and interviews and all this stuff um, Mm. leading up to the premiere. The Um, premiere was also on the weekend of Women's, um, International Women's Day. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, So, I mean, a lot, like, in these interviews people were saying like this is a feminist movie mm-hmm. this is about like women's empowerment um and it's really it is like an important thing for marvel like beyond just the fact that she's a woman it's like also important because like this movie is like feminist specifically mm. um and frankly i don't feel that okay from, from this film at all like i i don't think that it addresses sexism like, mm. I think that, I mean, everyone takes her seriously all the time. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, like, it's never, there's never a situation where it's, like, you're a woman, so, like, you can't do this. Right. Um, and I think, like, you get some of that from, from the she, flashbacks, yeah. which, you know, like, there's a guy, like, bullying her and, like, saying that, like, oh, you can't do it, like, you're, you know, you're too weak, you're too this, blah, 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 you're a girl, but, mm. like... The flashbacks are such a small part of the movie mm-hmm. that I feel like they really do not carry much weight. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that feminism is, like, very much sidelined in this movie. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't think that it's a major theme at all. Um, and I, frankly, am very disappointed by that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's also, I do remember there's another scene where um, it's also another flashback, but it's from when they're about to fly the plane. And then Maria's like, oh, we'll show these boys how to do it, that we can do it too, or something yeah. like that. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But they really didn't build on that, and I was really hoping to see a very feminist movie. And I think, I think, I don't know, Marvel at this point has had a iffy track record when it comes to making female characters like yeah. interesting and That's so powerful true. without always using their like sexual prowess like Natasha mm-hmm. um yeah so I do think there's maybe a little hint of it with her relationship with maybe Jude Law mm-hmm. at the very beginning of it um because I do think there's this I don't know I'm trying because I I think what it is what they're trying to get at is that I'm just, I'm literally drawing from my philosophy class. Yeah. But, like, throughout history, the idea of, like, the emotionless, rational personality has always been, like, attributed to a man. Mm. And Jude Law is telling her, this is how you're going to be powerful. You need to be strong, and that means you have to dispel of all your emotional little, you know, womanly kind of things. Right. And um, she goes against that by succumbing, I guess, to her emotions and... Mm -hmm 
theoretically yeah. she was yeah, supposed yeah. to do that. Didn't really pan out that way, but I think she was supposed to use like draw upon her emotions and just unleash her inner power and all that. And it didn't really didn't really come out the way it intended. But I do really like the ending scene where he's literally trying to like get her to like beat him up, like hand to hand combat style. Yeah. And she's just like, No, I'm not gonna like fall down to your level i'm not gonna give you what you want and i'm going to defeat you the way that i want even if it's not fair to you and then she just blows (laughs) like yeah 50 billion feet like to that rock pile and i was like right it's very interesting yeah Yeah. i actually really like that scene as well i thought it was really funny um and everyone like in my theater laughed when that happened yeah which was good um it is a bit anticlimactic yeah it (sighs) is but, like, I, I still appreciated it. Um, I just wish that... I just wish that when Jude Law had said things like, you need to get your emotions under control, it was more of, like, a you need to get your emotions under control because, like, you're a woman and, like, mm. having emotions is, like, a negative thing for women to have if they want to be powerful. Um, and I feel like it wasn't really... Like, I feel like that second half about, like, being a woman wasn't really addressed. It was yeah. kind of just, like, you're a person who has emotions. You are and, a human. Yes. And you can't be us, the yeah. Cree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah who, like, needs to get their emotions under control. Um, which I just, like, I just, like, I think that's definitely good. And if you do kind of connect all these dots, then you can get to the point where you can say women are, are, are like, the movie is trying to address this idea that women can't be emotional and powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, like, I don't think that it gives it to you straight. Like, yeah. it, it definitely is, it's, like, very under the surface. Yeah, it's a lot of, I guess, like, it's, like, a lot of work for the audience to kind of go through yeah. that, and it really shouldn't be on them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, but I, I mean, all in all, like, I'm glad that Marvel has... You one know, has superhero has one That's... female superhero that isn't sexualized or emotionally like, you know, um, I don't know, emotionally scarred like Scarlet Witch. She is a bit um, emotionally <laughs> scarred. So yeah, I mean, it's it's nice, but also I feel like they did this as a response to Wonder Woman and mm. Wonder Woman's success, and I don't know if it would have like been. I I don't know if this movie would have come about if not for Wonder Woman. I do feel like the way it was, like, if you just look at the whole slate, like, it feels, it's it's so quick into Endgame that I feel like it is, it was almost, almost entirely likely that it was made solely because of Wonder Woman. And all the fans' criticisms of them not having a female superhero. And you really feel that in the way it's, like, very haphazardly, like, put together. Yeah. And how it's literally a month out from Avengers Infinity War, so... And I think that this is a rare case in which you can say DC did it way, way better. I will... Okay, there's some some to be talked about there. Okay. Yes. Um, Um, Oh, okay, so then, in terms of Avengers Endgame tie-in, any thoughts? How do you think I they're going to... I really did not like this movie, and I really <laughs> felt like they just made it so that they could throw in a bunch of Avengers references. Like, oh mm. my gosh, like, at the end, Captain America and Black Widow are like, what's going to happen? Like, what's this pager connected to? And then she shows up, and mm. it's like, 
I don't know. Like, why? Why? And also, it doesn't make sense because she's so powerful. And Nick Fury had the ability to contact her, like, throughout the multiple times <laughs> that the world has been under attack from That's aliens. True. And he never does it. So, yeah. like... And you can understand, like, obviously, everything with Thanos is way more than anything else that they have dealt with. But, like, also, the world was getting taken over, and, like, I just don't understand why he wouldn't have called her before. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a reason, but, like, come on. She you was know? resettling those refugees. Come yeah. On. Okay. <laughs> I just, ugh, I don't know. Um, and I just, I actually did really like the whole thing about, like, uh, like, Nick Fury sees her plane, and it says Carol Avengers Dan or yeah. Avenger Dan Danvers. Yeah. Um, and he like names it the Avengers Initiative, That's cute. and that was I thought that was really sweet. I think that um, moment is what I thought Nick Fury would be like when he was younger, like when he's yeah. post this movie, but like pre everything else, right? Just in that end scene. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that this was ugh. Why? Why? <laughs> and I'm also so done with the Avengers. I can't wait for all of them to die. Oh my god. So, I am ready for that. Too. Yes. I just, what did you think about, about like um, all of the endgame stuff? I mean, I really, I'm glad that she's so powerful because Thanos needs to be defeated. And mm-hmm. so far, even people as like powerful as Thor and Vision haven't actually been able to stand up against him. And I think... Maybe that's what they need is to have this super powerful person mm-hmm. and it actually makes sense for her to be powerful in the next coming movie in a month. Um, I do think it's going to be a little bit different when it comes to the tone because I don't know how you saw this movie, but I felt like the tone of the latter Avenger, Avengers movies, especially starting from like Captain America, um, Civil War, mm-hmm. and now um, Infinity War, it just... There's this very somber, serious tone to it, and you even see it in, like, the um, trailers for Endgame, but it's, like, her... Captain Marvel just felt very... There was a little bit of silliness to it, and Mm -hmm. even though it was serious, like, it was, like, trying to be serious. Like, her character was so serious because nothing else in the universe felt very serious. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be kind of jarring. I I just remember the end credit scene where she lands and you see her like interacting, I guess, with Black Widow and Cap and it just feels very different. And I mm-hmm. wonder how they're going to play together. I I really hope she's not the person who ends up killing Thanos cuz I feel like so many people are going to be pissed. Yeah. If she doesn't not. deserve to. She doesn't deserve to. That's yeah. yeah. She literally we f- we just met her a month ago. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. So in conclusion. In conclusion. I, Cheryl. I did not like this film. Okay. It was not my favorite. I, that's like putting it very lightly. I think that. Would you say at, this is your least favorite? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Out of all of them. Wow. I mean, maybe like some of the phase ones are not that. Like, I don't think that The Incredible Hulk is like better than this. But like. Yikes. Yeah, I I just think it's such, I think that at its best, it's mediocre. And at its worst, it's, like, genuinely bad. bad. Um, Yeah, and I, God, I just feel like there's no, 
I just, like, don't care about Captain Marvel. Like, if she dies, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. and I care if, like, Spider-Man dies or if Iron Man dies or Captain America oh, dies. Oh, man, that would be the most brutal thing. Yeah. Spider-Man dies and then they cancel the next movie. Like, that would be the <laughs> biggest. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that either. But, oh, my God, imagine the audacity. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I just find, like, I don't care about Carol Danvers. I don't care that she's captain marvel or that she is going to save the universe i'm kind of just like i wish that you had more of a personality and that you had like some emotional stakes in this film mm-hmm. uh and she doesn't and she doesn't she doesn't have a personality she has no emotional stakes uh there's no kind of like good character arc like there's no journey that her character goes goes through um in this movie i just the cat's fine <laughs> But it's great. <laughs> okay, the cat is great. Thank you. But yeah, I just oh, and for for Marvel to have this be their first um, female superhero, I just think yeah. it's such a disappointment. It makes me so sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have to say, like, I recognize all the bad, bad things that are in this movie, but there's just something about Marvel that, well, maybe I'm drinking the Kool Aid, but <laughs> I I really think there's there are good like pieces to be gained from this I think all the pieces are there they just weren't assembled in like the most deft way right um and I do think that they they had some good pieces bad pieces you you know but I think the thing is with a Marvel movie I wouldn't say there's any movie that they've done so far that's truly truly bad I there's like a lot of problems but I think overall when you're coming in for a Captain Marvel or just like any kind of Marvel movie you just want to enjoy yourself for a little while and sometimes in the moment like yes the scrolls are kind of funny and yes the Kree are absolutely ridiculous and all these pieces kind of make this weird like puzzle together but overall I think it's a very like enjoyable like two hours Mm. and I think that's the least I can ask for for a Marvel movie. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. say this is my least favorite of all the Marvel movies, but I do think that there are much, much better ones. And I hope, I hope, I pray to God that she is not some pivotal character in the next one because I will be very sad. All right, so yeah, those were our thoughts for Captain Marvel. Um, next week we will be watching Catwoman, as we said. Yes, so yikes. That'll be an interesting, <laughs> hopefully this movie is more progressive than this, this Catwoman thing, but, yeah. uh, this is the Halle Berry one, so yep. we'll see how that stacks up. Yep. So <laughs> join us next week. Um, see you later.